Today, uh, boring, slow news day. Nothing to uh, to cover today. Uh, well, except that uh, the Supreme Court has voted to overturn Roe versus Wade. No big deal. We've got uh, just only a ton to cover, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Happy Friday, and I do mean a very happy Friday. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Stubergear, host of Stu Does America, which you should be subscribed to everywhere you can possibly subscribe to it, uh, who is wearing, of course, his notorious ACB shirt. I didn't have much Supreme Court wear. I didn't have an Alito shirt, but <laughs> yeah. uh, she well, voted we need the to right make way. One. So, Dang yeah, it. <laughs> also joined by Blaze TV contributor Alex Stein, host of Conspiracy Castle, which you also should be subscribed to, as well as his Alex Stein YouTube channel. Yeah, well, actually, don't subscribe unless you're 21 or older because it's some <laughs> extreme content. But if you like extremism, because now I'm a far-right extremist after my uh, latest confrontation with Dan Crenshaw, go ahead and follow it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, uh, like I said, slow news day. Nothing really to cover. I actually was I was on my way here, and I was like, geez, I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's yeah, well, there was difficult. a... Actually, I don't know if you know, there's a big Supreme Court ruling. Uh, was there? Yeah, it had to do with the uh, <laughs> Medicare repayment rates for low-income hospitals. You're uh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. So they did awesome. Down. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Case. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, unless you're living under a rock, which if you are, you're probably not watching this program right now, you know by this point that the Supreme Court has voted to overturn Roe and Casey. The opinion did come from Alito. Uh, it seemed, Stu, I'm sure you, you're, you're, the, you're the Supreme Court nerd at the table. Thank you. Thank Have you. you had a chance to go through this full thing? It seemed, what I was reading seemed very similar, yeah. if not this, it, it wasn't the exact same, I guess, No, very similar to the leaked draft that we saw that came out a couple months ago. Which was a huge win, and we were all sitting back thinking, like, this would be amazing if this one actually yeah. occurs. Uh, it, there was some stuff added. Uh, some of it was really fun, with uh, Alito slapping down the dissent um, and and mocking them. A, a Clarence Thomas, Thomas concurrence as well. Uh, so, it, you know, look, it was... Everything the conservative legal movement has tried to do for the past 50 years, mm -hmm. uh, you know, showing that this case was improperly, egregiously wrong uh, from the start. And something that a lot of honestly people on the left that are legal experts also believe this right. is not just, you know, relegated to, you know, conservative talk radio in the blaze. This is something that a lot of legal experts believe for a very long time, that even if you believe that abortion is fantastic and you just can't get enough of it, this was still a terrible way of coming about it. And that's what this case does. It doesn't go as far as I would want, of course. Right. I would like it to not be the decision of the states, frankly, to be able to eliminate lives of children. I feel like that's something that maybe the federal government could get a little involved in. Well, uh, I mean, it but, does say in the Constitution very clearly mm -hmm. that you do have a right to life. It's, pretty, like, yeah. it's yeah. very yeah. clear it's in there. It's a pretty basic it's a, right. It's a pretty big part mm -hmm. of it as yeah. well. But a, a massive step, right? Not the end of the road. Yeah. This is not going to end abortion, honestly. Anyone in America that is, wants to have an abortion today 
will be able to get it with a maximum of a couple of hour flight, a little bit of inconvenience and likely, you know, some high paid billionaire leftist supporting a charity that allows you to fly for free for an abortion vacation wherever you'd like to go to have it. It's a sad truth. It's true. The, the, the long term game here is to convince people, right, to, mm-hmm. to win them over and to tell people, you know, eventually they get to a point where they reject it morally. I think eventually that will happen like it's happened with slavery and so many other terrible things societies have decided to do to their most vulnerable. But this is an important first step. Yeah. Um, Alex, it does seem to be such an odd first world problem that it's like, oh, no, you're going to be slightly inconvenienced now when you have to go murder your child. Oh, gosh, I feel so sorry for you. Well, Starbucks will give you paid leave. So, I mean, Sue said it best. <laughs> There's always going to be some sort of phil- philanthropical organization, <laughs> you know, that's going to go help you murder your baby. And and he did make a, a good point, though. It is kind of sad that, you know, you're still going to be able to go to these states and get an abortion. But uh, oftentimes on your show, I tease Donald Trump a lot, but we have to give him a little bit of credit for setting up the court in an alley-oop manner and getting this slam dunk and saving babies' lives. So for that, Donald, you did a good job with that. I just want to, you know, give credit where credit's due. But for me, we look at this, what I'm worried about, because I obviously have to be a little negative, Nancy, I just think we're going to have maybe a summer of love again. You know, Mm -hmm. these people that they don't even understand the nuance of states' rights, that they can still go get an abortion. They're going to go out there and protest because these are basically the same philanthropical organizations that are going to help you kill your baby. They're going to help organize these protests. So I'm just a little little nervous about what is on the horizon. By protest, do you mean the fiery but mostly peaceful? <laughs> yeah, the CNN description. <laughs> Those type for of sure. protests? There's going to be some fire, I yeah. no doubt. And uh, we'll just see how it plays out. For us, sadly, because we're in the media, we're probably going to benefit from it because it'll be interesting stuff to talk about. I'm not trying to be an oppor- opportunist. But it's going to be interesting nonetheless. So we'll just see what happens. Well, I, you know, I, I want to get into some of the, the language that uh, was used here by Alito. But I do just want to say I agree with you. Um, and I don't want for any of those things to happen. I don't want people's businesses, livelihoods, houses, whatever, mm-hmm. to be burned to the ground because there's a bunch of, you know, animals out in the streets who can't control their emotions. And by animals, I do mean largely liberal white women. <laughs> but I, it's like, I also do think that it's important for the rest of America to see who these people really are. I think that's uh, that is important. And, I, you know, you actually saw a relatively forceful statement from Biden today saying, don't peaceful, peaceful, yeah. peaceful, because he he thinks, that, look, he's in the middle of a disastrous presidency. He's, you know, yeah. he's got a, the worst approval rating anyone has ever seen in measured history at this point in his presidency. And he sees this as at least an opportunity to fire up his base for these elections and to win over maybe some people in the middle who are scared about these types of decisions. Maybe they are worried about a su- Supreme Court that's become too conservative. The media will sell that and and they will some people will buy it. Um, And he knows all that sympathy evaporates if they start burning cities to the ground. Will they be able to restrain themselves? I doubt it. I I, I frankly think they will. But I will say it's going to take a lot of fires to get to the damage of 65 million people dead. You know, all the damage they could possibly do over this uh, over this decision. And honestly, even if it does cost a couple of seats here or an election here or there, this is 100% worth it. You try to win elections to get things like this. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I am really thankful you mentioned uh, President Trump, who does deserve a lot of credit. I had yeah. zero faith in his ability to pick good Supreme Court yeah. justices going into this. He picked three that were on the right uh, side of this. He deserves a lot of credit. Uh, you know, uh, look. I'm not a fan of Mitch McConnell, but Mitch McConnell held the line with Merrick Garland and 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 helped this happen as well. And another guy who does not get nearly enough credit for this type of thing, 
Harry Reid, who in 2013 decided to upend our system and get rid of the judicial filibuster because he wanted power so desperately. This is a lesson the left should learn when they think about packing the court. But when you're talking about he got rid of that so that 50 votes could get in, he made it so this likely would not have occurred without Reid and his insatiable lust for power when he was in office. So. The credit goes all around yeah, everybody. Yeah, credit well, where credit But this is what yeah. I want to say. You guys slightly mentioned it. It's This is the problem is we know they're still going to have states rights against the abortion, but right now we have massive inflation. We have a border crisis. We have so many problems, yeah. and this is, going to be the, this is going to be the focus leading up to the midterms, and this is going to rile them up, and they're going to lie and say, oh, they're going to try to get rid of gay marriage and all of these lies. But there's people that are suffering so badly right now. Mm -hmm. the, the middle class is basically totally destabilized. People can't afford to buy a single family home. So there's so many massive issues. Not saying abortion isn't one of the biggest ones, but it's going to take all the attention away from a lot of the other problems that we all need. We need to focus on all the problems. We have a mm -hmm. laundry yeah. list of them. And so I just hope, I hope that this actually brings awareness to those instead of taking it away. Well, I mean, you know that the left will try to uh, to draw the attention to the abortion thing as much as they can because and that gets else. the heat. Yeah, yeah they get, that gets the heat off of them That's because if we start nervous. talking about all of the other problems, well, they're all created by them. <laughs> so they want to yeah. make sure not to talk about those. And I don't think this thing can can save the house for them, frankly. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, yeah. there'd be they need a lot more for that to happen. But the Senate was already somewhat difficult for Republicans to take here. And uh, when you go into uh, about how a bunch of these primaries turned out, you know, for example, Dr. Oz, who in polling right now seems to be behind yeah, by, a lot. Uh, by a lot. And so in a state like Pennsylvania, that's a purple state, that's the type of seat you could see losing, maybe being swayed by something like this, making mm -hmm. it more difficult for him to win. And that's the place where like, it, it, they're going to be able to stop all the, these dumb bills in the House if, if Republicans right. get control, but they will not be able to stop Supreme Court justices if uh, if there's a change there. Uh, they will appeal, I think, to voters on the left and say, look, we have to get out to the polls because if we can win the Senate, if we can at least hold the Senate with 50, we can uh, at least get our judges through. And that's going to be appealing to, it's yeah. going to be a motivating factor to the left. But then we see Myra Flores, you know, get elected. And so there is a little cat and mouse, you know, there's going to be, you know, a little shifting. So it's a good thing. I think it's actually trending in our direction. Yeah. Um, so I want to get to some of the, the language that was used in the, um, in the opinion here from Alito. He, of course, wrote that Roe was, Stu mentioned, egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak and the decision has had damaging consequences and far from bringing about a National settlement of the abortion issue. Roe and Casey have inflamed debate and deepened division. Show me the lie. This is all completely yeah. true. Totally. He said it is time to heed the Constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. The permissibility of abortion and the limitations upon it are to be resolved like the most important questions in our democracy by citizens trying to persuade one another and then voting. That is what the Constitution and the rule of law demand. Um, and then he went on to say, of course, which anyone who has ever like who knows how to read and critically think that there is no constitutional right to abortion, which is why all of this conversation today and all of the left freaking out, which don't worry, we'll get into, but that's why it's so mind-numbingly stupid, because if you look at it, it's like there's no constitutional right to abortion. It's not in the Constitution. And yet that's the talking point from the left all on and on and on and on is that they're going to eliminate the constitutional right to abortion. They're saying that this is this is an extremist court. Trump <laughs> packed the court with far right extremists. And I'm like, 
No, literally, it's your side who's trying to, like, use activism to change what's going on through the Supreme Court. It just so happens to be the conservatives who are just paying attention to the actual Constitution. Yeah. There's only a few things the federal government's supposed to be doing, and this is not one of them. <laughs> There's not a right to abortion, um, uh, quite clearly, and it's just absolutely obliterated throughout these rulings. They go back through all of the history. You know, the majority of states, it was illegal in 1972, Right. Like mm-hmm. right before this decision, states all over the country were like, no, we don't want this. And they had all sorts of prohibitions on it. You know, again, I think there is a, a temptation to uh, to look at these things and say, OK, well, um, these restrictions will come up and it'll be very scary for women. I'll, you know, this is how this is how the 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 media operates. But it is fascinating to take a step back because this has been such a political issue for so long. This this incredible passion they have for making sure children don't live is something I will never be able to comprehend. I can understand the arguments from some people who say, like, look, some women are in very difficult circumstances. And, you know, I I can understand there's those cases that pull at your heartstrings. I don't agree with policy changes to react to those, per se, but I can understand them. Mm -hmm. They're the, the. a woman on CNN cried today mm-hmm. because children might live. Yeah. There, what is the, the downside of this ruling is that somewhere, some child might make it to 10, to 12, to 15 years old, might make, you know, wind up growing up and being some incredible success or, frankly, some idiotic loser. I don't care what they are, right. but they do deserve that chance. And yeah. like, the, the passion against that is so strange. It, well, it's... I mean, it's demonic, I would say. But um, okay, you you mentioned the uh, the clip. Let's go ahead and save that. Let's show that. At the, literally, he was not exaggerating. A guest on CNN cried about it. It really is. It's it's evil. Is the only thing that I can uh, the only term that I can use to describe it. So we've got that and. Of course, much more coming up after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Nusu Labs. So uh, let's talk about keeping ourselves healthy and our new sponsor, Nusu. So we've all heard about the unhealthy ways to try and lose weight. You guys have heard my own personal weight loss story. Um, And Nusu is here with a healthy weight loss and weight control product. It is a nutraceutical company led by pharmacists, scientists, and athletes. They talk honestly about the science of weight loss, and they admit that there is no magic pill. All right, Any product you get is not going to be a magic pill, but weight control from Nusu Labs does exactly what it promises on the bottle. It will help you control all factors that contribute to your weight. You might think that like losing weight is hard, I can't control my eating, whatever. Whatever the excuse is, you don't have the energy to work out, whatever it is, this will help to support a normal appetite, maintain a healthy metabolism, and support healthy energy production. You got to learn more about their products by visiting nusulabs.com slash why. If you are struggling with weight loss, you're still hanging on to that pandemic 15. Go to nusu, that's N-U-S-U labs.com slash why. Enter promo code Y20 for 20% off. As we mentioned earlier, a CNN panelist started crying, broke out in tears at the thought the horrible, awful thought of having more babies be born rather than <laughs> killed by their own mothers. It's just so sad. Can we watch this, please? Incest, as many of these Incest. laws, trigger laws and so on, we see. I mean, that is 
quite a broad change in this country. Imagine your, your wife or girlfriend or daughter rape or, or the victim of incest uh, in that case. But it also Always affects other issues, incest. does it not, Always. going forward? It raises questions about IVF, for instance. What, what happens with uh, embryos so that, that, that are not implanted when, when women are uh, seeking to have babies? Just, just mm-hmm. help folks who are at home understand how broad this goes. Yeah, it's listen, it's a heartbreaking betrayal of, of half of the country. Sorry, I'm getting, you know, watching the women there. It's emotional. Is it? Mm. Is it? Is it for anyone with a conscience or, I don't know, like who isn't like worshiping Satan? I don't really <laughs> feel like it's... I want to make this point. This is how ingenuine they are, though. If you've seen the viral videos where they ask, they go to these protests and they ask them, you know, are you my body, my choice? Or of course, of course. But then if you ask them, are they f- in favor of vaccine mandates? Mm-hmm. Of course, they all want to <laughs> get, you know, they're right. all. So they don't care about my body, my choice. So they're all hypocrites. She's just seeing that, trying to virtue signal because she's probably scared of, you know, she's just not a broad, great broadcaster. She's going to fake alligator tears like that. <laughs> so these people are all hypocrites. And I'm so happy that we can actually have the evidence right now for all those people that were just pro-mandates, pro-mandates, mm-hmm. and now that are screaming my body, my choice. It's good to kind of rub it in their face. Especially when the <laughs> only like literally when you have those two comparisons the only one that actually is my body my choice is of course the vaccine mandate argument of course yeah. because this is your body quite literally <laughs> another body inside of you yeah. um i, I want to also bring into the conversation um the the states that have these trigger laws that abortion is going to now be banned in these states so uh it is idaho Utah, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, Kentucky, and Tennessee. Uh, And there are some other states who are likely to ban abortion within weeks or months. Iowa, Indiana, Ohio, West Virginia, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama. Imagine how many babies we could actually maybe save if all of those states happened to ban abortion. I mean, that's a great, like, look, I I agree with you guys that if someone wants an abortion bad enough, they're still going to be able to go get one. But what I'm saying is the more time, the more, uh, the more, uh, the harder it is for them to seek it. Maybe they have more time to think about the fact that what they're doing is wrong. Maybe they go and get the ultrasound and they hear the heartbeat and they actually see it and and they realize what's inside of them and they go, holy crap, I can't do this anymore. So Ultimately, they will be able to carry through with this horrible thing if that's what they want to do. But even just the time and the consideration that could be involved, making it a little bit more difficult for them, imagine the babies that could be saved from that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of conversation about these organizations that are sending pills from overseas to women Mm -hmm. uh, and will continue to do do that. I mean. President Biden came out today basically and advocated for women to do that. They said that, you know, these states remember, these states can't go. What are they going to do? Look through your mail. I mean, that is, it's a, President of the United States basically encouraging illegal activity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is incredible. But well, not surprising. Yeah, well, I want to make this point, though, because before you keep going, so. yeah. but see, that's not actually how Biden feels, because he actually is happy that it's uh, abortions getting outlawed, because now there's a lot more babies he can sniff. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's put him It's possible. I, I'm not going to rule it out. I do. So I loved this tweet from Ken Paxton here in Texas, uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton. He said, "Scotus just overruled Roe and Casey, ending one of the most morally and legally corrupt eras in U.S. history. Praise the Lord. Abortion is now illegal in Texas, and today I'm closing my office and making it an annual holiday as a memorial to the 70 million lives lost because of abortion." Uh, first first of all, that. I like the holiday idea. We 
should take today off. We should walk out right now. Uh, <laughs> no Studios America tonight. Um, uh, you know, and, and he says 70 million, which is, of course, an incredibly disgusting number, but also yeah. just a small percentage of global. Uh, we, we lost over a billion people mm, to this. That's a, insane. A billion people incredible. to this. It's incomprehensible, uh, the, the damage that has been done. And, you know, I, you could sit here and, and I think I am just absolutely stunned it occurred. We were talking about this, you know, a moment ago of like, well, we all knew the ruling was coming out. Why am I stunned? I don't know. Mm. You know, it really did hit me in a weird way today because I, I've done, you know, talk radio for 20 years now with Glenn yeah. and, and, and on The Blaze. And I, I have said on the air, I think I've said it on this show many times, it's never yeah. going to happen. Yep. They're never going to repeal this. We're never going to see it in our lifetime. I, I honestly it. didn't think that we would. I didn't either. Uh, never say never. I, yeah, I guess, you know, I, uh, it, you, you, you make mistakes when you doubt what is possible, <laughs> I suppose. And, uh, and in the good way and the bad way. Uh, and here, it's actually in the good way. I don't know what to do with myself. I couldn't even do the show last night. I started doing it. And I, I was like tripping over my words. And I couldn't come up with coherent questions for guests. And I was like, I think it's, I don't know how to deal with good news. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so yeah. used to having terrible news to have to break to people. I started my show like three weeks before COVID started. So like I've been in constant terror mode the entire time. And then we had the Second Amendment ruling and uh, the, the yeah. Roe versus Wade ruling today. It's good. The yeah. things, well, it's a good. This is a good day. Stu, there's a medical term for that. It's called being in the constant fight or flight state. And yeah. the reason why is, is hormonally when our body releases cortisol, we actually get addicted to it. So you almost get addicted to the negative news. And yeah. when you get the mm. positive news, your body's getting serotonin. <laughs> And you're going to have your kind of like, wait, this isn't, I'm yeah. used to having a negative response. So that's why it's kind of unusual. This is why I try to do heavy drugs. I want to get to some of the, the left, uh, as, as far as lawmakers, the left's reaction to this. Um, let's go to, no, you know what? Let's go to Sh Chuck Schumer first. I love oh, this. Great. It's so dramatic. <laughs> he tweeted out, uh, today is one of the darkest days our country has ever seen. <laughs> millions upon millions of American women are having their rights taken from them by five unelected justices on the extremist MAGA court. So now it's a MAGA court. I, this is, they're all such big drama queens. This oh. is ridiculous. You notice every time that they don't like something, it's a, it's one of the darkest days. Well, they I'm, always use that term. I just had to make this point. This is what makes me sick. Even people that are pro-choice, when they get surveyed, they still believe there should be a limit right. to the abortion. Yes. They right. still don't want it into the last trimester. So these people like Chuck Schumer or Kamala Harris, they're trying to get bills passed where the baby can be aborted like 28 days after birth or seven days after birth, all these crazy uh, you know levels that nobody wants. So right. these people are literally satanic, sa satanic and demonic. If you're crying about this verdict, you could be indifferent to it, but to be like, oh my God, it's the worst day in history. Baby's gonna live. Like, <laughs> well, it's also so ridiculous because if you actually look at what the ruling was and what it means, he's saying, oh, they're having their rights taken from them by five unelected justices on the extremist court. And it's like, okay, first of all, you guys keep screaming about democracy and how important it is. And the Supreme Court was literally like, yeah, bro, we agree with you. We think that the power should be given back to the people and back to the states where they belong. Mm -hmm. And now they're like, oh. <gasps> No, we can't do, you can't do that. No, we don't like democracy. We want it the other way where you guys were deciding everything for the rest of us when it's something that we don't like. Yeah. Um, it, a, it's incredible. A, a democracy is a factor here. <laughs> President Trump was elected and he put these people in. 
Mm-hmm. They, they needed to have Senate clearance for mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that's the democracy part of this. They're not elected directly, but right. they are they are appointed by elected officials, and that's what happened here. And I like these systems, these institutions. They love them until they do right. something they don't like, course, and then immediately right. they're the worst thing that's ever been created. These are highly qualified people. You might not like the ruling. I get it, but like, look. Take the L. You lost this one this time. You'll probably pack the court with your next president, yeah. uh, who God only knows what they'll try to do next. But like you know, the, the truth is, this was egregiously wrong from the start, as the ruling stated. And that is true. It's been true for 50 years. And finally, we've righted that wrong. Yeah, um, we've got uh, we've got more to come. But uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, uh, look, if you are looking for we're, we're all looking for it's why I started my business. We're all looking for a company that we can feel good about giving our dollars to. And they're not going to, like, go and donate to places like Planned Parenthood. Speaking of the abortion conversation, that is what Patriot Mobile is here to do. They are not just America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They're one of the few companies actually fighting back. They are going to offer you the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers, so you're getting the same service, plus the peace of mind that you are not giving your hard-earned money to a company that's going to donate to uh, one of those organizations. Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget. They've got 100% U.S.-based customer support, and they share your values and support the same organizations that you do, including the sanctity of life. you got to go to patriotmobile.com slash news. You can get free activation with the offer code news. By the way, if you're a veteran or first responder, you're going to save even more. There's no reason not to do it. Go over to patriotmobile.com slash news. So Chuck Schumer was, of course, not the only lawmaker who chimed in on this. We have a Nancy Pelosi who uh, I think between this and the news about her husband being charged with the DUI is probably going to go on a horrible bender this weekend. We'll I see. I think she was already on she one. Pro- yeah, you see that picture? She probably was. I don't know. Something's going on we'll, with her. We'll find out. But it is not a good day <laughs> if you're Nancy Pelosi watch. There's no point in saying good morning because it certainly is not one. <laughs> this morning, the you radical Supreme Court is eviscerating oh, Americans' <laughs> rights and endangering their health and safety. But the Congress will continue to act mm. uh, to overcome this extremism and, pr- extremism and protect the American people. Today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their yes. own dis- yes. health decisions. Yes. Because of Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, and Harry Reid, and the Republican Party, <laughs> their supermajority in the Supreme Court, American women today have less freedom than their mothers. I love that she keeps lumping Mitch McConnell in with Donald Trump as like an extremist. I like, I wish Mitch McConnell was an extremist. He sucks, actually, most of the time. So that's really cute. Um, I, wa- I want to also play uh, AOC, who, of course, not only uh, joined protesters outside Capitol Hill and chanted that the ruling was illegitimate and they needed to go into the streets, but also, we don't have this, but also there was a, a like a two-minute video of a reporter asking her to condemn the violence that was being called for, and AOC just flat out ignore, acknowledged her presence, heard the question, ignored her the entire mm-hmm. time, because mm-hmm. of course, as you guys she mentioned, wants she wants of it. Course. But uh, here is AOC. I don't know. It sounds a little bit insightful, I think. Is, is there's some inciting going on. Watch. Illegitimate! How is it? Illegitimate! Over the streets! Over the streets! 
big clapping the style there. Smiling. Yeah. Interesting. I think it's an unsafe COVID practice right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're yeah, putting yeah. your face right up to that thing and sharing it is a bad idea. Yeah, I think you're right. Where's the mask? Where is the mask? And that thing needs some sort of doily over it to cover it. But, uh, you know, <laughs> she, these are the same politicians that, you know, donated to bail bond funds, you know, during the George Floyd riots. So we'll see if that happens again. They know that there's going to be some sort of criminal, uh, you know, negligence or whatever you want to call it, some criminal outrage and stuff is going to burn. But she's literally calling for it right there. So it's not going to be a surprise when it happens. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird thing too, like arguing that this ruling is wrong is well within the bounds of our conversation. We've been arguing for years that Roe versus Wade was wrong. I've never said Roe versus Wade was illegitimate. I never said the court was illegitimate in making the decision. They made a wrong decision. Mm -hmm. I think they used their power incorrectly. But like what part of this process is illegitimate? A president got elected. He named some Supreme Court justices. They decided to agree that your dumb ruling from 50 years ago was really dumb and we're going to get rid of it. That's that's not that's that's just our government like if you want another system of government which they clearly do then talk about that openly but i mean what do you what do you mean it's illegitimate and all of these institutions that they've been saying as they're on capitol hill doing the january 6th commission and saying how donald trump and all these republicans didn't care about our democracy and all (laughs) this nonsense like they obviously don't mean it can anyone see through this well, I think it's just obvious because Joe Biden is the most legitimate president we've ever had. I mean, 81 million votes. <laughs> there you, go. So, you know, they're they're all about legitimacy. <laughs> so I think that's just where you know they're at. They can't deal with anything illegitimate, and they're right. The, the left is always right in every decision that they make. I I, I, I wish that I could find it. I was trying to find it. Um, Maxine Waters. She seems oh, yeah. to have. D- deleted the original tweet that I read, but I mean, it was like, we will not, we will defy the Supreme Court. Yeah, did you see this, this video of it? I think you guys have Is it. there? Oh, okay, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. great. Thanks, too, yeah, for knowing what's on my show more than I do. <laughs> Let's watch. See this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Okay. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try. I, mean, I wish they would. The hell with the Supreme Court. We're we will defy them. We'll defy women them. will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out <laughs> by the millions. Does she not realize there's going to be more black women sure born now? <laughs> but the right to control our own body. Bingo, Alex. You mentioned the she elephant loves black in the room. Women. I it, mean, she loves black women, but not the ones that are not being born, right. which happens to be a large amount of black women. Like, what was the relevance of the color of skin there? Like, she's like, I've not mentioned racism in four <laughs> seconds. I better blurt it out. Yeah. It really has nothing to do with it. But I mean, this is a really fundamental point because we constantly, as conservatives, are accused of racism for mm-hmm. all of these policies yeah. that we have that hate, you know, with you know, voter ID laws and we're against affirmative action and we're not anti-racist baby enough for Ibram Kendi and all these things. But fundamentally, if you instituted our utopia and every policy we've ever advocated for in our entire lives all became law today and it was applied over the past 50 years, what you would have is tens of millions of African-Americans alive right. that mm-hmm. are not alive today. You would have tens of millions of gay people who are alive yeah. that are not alive today. Transgendered people, Hispanic people, Asian people, women, if they still exist. We don't know that for sure. The, bo- the bottom line is that This policy has ended the lives 
of tens of millions of the people that Maxine Waters purports to support. And we want that to be over. We also, by the way, realize that many of the people who may be born now and not aborted might wind up voting for Democrats. Mm -hmm. Fine. I want them to be alive, to have the chance to be egregiously wrong in the future. Everybody deserves that chance, even if you're dumb with the opportunity to live and you choose really dumb policies, you vote the wrong way, you still should have that chance. Next thing you're going to tell me that you think black people should be able to own guns. I yeah, do! Of course. Passionately! Yeah. I know! It's oh, crazy. We got to mention this too because you know you said such a good point. Think about how many more kids they can give gender hormone therapy to and you give gender <laughs> assignment surgery to. They should be so happy. They should be so excited. Um, well, I do want to touch on really briefly though, There, there is a... I don't know, it could get really, really bad tonight, or at least over the weekend. The Department of Homeland Security reportedly shared intelligence with the Catholic Church about a night of rage uh, following. Mm. This was before the news had even come out that it was, you know, they had even released the opinion. Uh, And the document uh, shows that DHS agent Jesse Rangel warned the California Diocese of an extremist group's manifesto that calls for attacks on churches that will begin begin on 8 p.m., at 8 p.m., I can't read, on the day that the court releases an opinion in Dobbs, uh, in the Dobbs case. So um, I think it's going to get pretty ugly uh, yeah. tonight. I did a show, uh, I think it was last week, called Stu Does Jane's Revenge. And that's mm-hmm. uh, one of the groups that is threatening this. They are uh, they are real, uh, by the way. There's some people who are you know speculating this is a conservative plot to make them, you know. It, they are a real group. Uh, there's been several uh, extremist experts on the left who know these groups and have said, you yeah, know, I know the person who told me about it. It's real. Uh, so this is a real thing. Whether it will manifest itself in the worst way possible, we, we, we don't know. Um, but I will say this. If you watch the Biden speech from today, there's a moment he goes all of his nonsensical anti-life you know, life stuff and does all the stuff you'd expect him to say. But he actually does stop at one point. I mentioned this earlier and says, we need this to be peaceful. We need this to be peaceful. We need this to be peaceful. Be peaceful. No, violence is never the answer. It is not speech. I mean, he goes on. To a point where, like, it was almost surprising. And what I think that tells us is, number one, he sees it as a political yep, liability. Yep, yep. But number two, they're legitimately scared about it. They must have intelligence that shows that this is really going to happen. And I think they are worried about the political fallout. Now, look, we all know they don't want to criticize people who burn down buildings. They, they, they don't seem to care about that at all. We've seen that over the past couple of years. But they do understand and realize there's a political liability mm-hmm. attached to it. And they don't want to deal with that. So I, I really think we, we, we really could have have a rough weekend, weeks, day, months, who knows how long this lasts. But it, it, if you have a church, if you work at a church, think about securing it the best way you can. If you work at a, certainly if you're a, a crisis pregnancy center, mm-hmm. you got to hire security right mm-hmm. now because you, you're, people are targets tonight. Well, and I want to make this last point. You know, the Patriot Act gives the government warrantless search and seizure of our phones and emails. So the same people that busted the Patriot front, not that they're good guys, they know what's going to happen on the left. And they could probably circumvent a lot of this stuff but maybe they're going to choose not to, so yeah. we'll see. Well, it, it, it will be interesting to see because the same people who have radicalized all of these people who are going to go on and do these things are now the people who are like like Joe Biden, right? It's like, you've literally amped these people up and told them that their rights are going to be taken from them. It's going to yeah. be the handmaid's tale again. Like, you have radicalized them on this, and now you want to pump the brakes? I don't think that that's the way it works, guys. No. Like, you've done this to them, and they're just going to discard you when they're, when they're done with you if you aren't uh, keeping up with what they want. I don't, it's just like same with the, uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, group. 
didn't they, aren't they like really pissed at Joe Biden now because he promised them all these things and well, they, he was standing up for them during the, during the campaign and, and they wrote him this letter and they were like, hey, when are you going to actually care about us now? Well, they only were able to buy one $6.5 million mansion, so that's how they're mad <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's they true. wanted to buy a couple more. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and uh, ma make sure, guys, if you like, be praying for all of these, the crisis pregnancy centers, um, the, the the churches. Um, you got to be like really, really evil and demonic to go out of your way to attack a church. Like, what did the church have to do with it? Um, so just please, if if you if you are in those churches, if you work with those crisis pregnancy centers, um, make sure, talk to people, make sure that they're, that they are being secured because it is going to get, they've already had a bunch of pregnancy centers that have Dozens. been hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A bunch. So make sure that, uh, you are looking out for those places. Don't put yourself in danger. Don't, Don't do put yourself stupid. in danger. That's Don't do anything stupid, but just it, it takes a village, right? Help your community the best way that you can. And uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more. I know. Joe Biden yesterday was, uh, he was meeting with union and private sector leaders to discuss the new federal state offshore wind implementation partnership. And uh, some interesting Interesting things were captured in the video and photographs from that event. You'll notice if you're watching this program that the president was holding a, a note card that had notes, I presumably notes for him written on one side of it that he was looking at, uh, but the other side of it, well, I don't think they meant to show. It gives him uh, the directive, you enter, uh, you enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants. You take your seat. Press enters. You give brief comments. Minutes are in uh, parentheses there. Press departs. You ask Liz Schuler, AFL-CIO president, a question. Note, Liz is joining virtually. You thank participants and you depart. So we have a president of the United States. I just look, we spent almost all of the time talking about uh, what has happened today in the Supreme Court, which of course we should be talking about, but I feel like the, the, that this needs attention drawn to it as well, because we literally have a president of the United States who needs his handlers to remind him to enter a room, say hello, sit down and leave. Well, this is President Lance Armstrong, Sarah. So, I mean, you know, he's a great bicycle rider. He's a great, uh, he didn't cheat, though. Lance I was like, Armstrong wait, Lance cheats. Armstrong. Yeah, oh. he's a cyclist. Uh, so, you know, this guy is one of the best cyclist presidents we have ever had. He's one of the sharpest. They just want him to be extra focused because he's, uh, you know, his attention to detail is just immaculate. We are in deep freaking trouble. Really? Yep. Seriously. I mean, the problem with the bike ride was they didn't have on his card, you put your other foot down. <laughs> exactly. If they would have done that, he would have been fine. Done perfect. Uh, this this is legitimately disturbing, though. I mean, this is one of those things where you realize that they know what we know. Yes. Right. Like they are very well aware that this guy cannot do this job, that he is uh, long past his mental capacity mm -hmm. uh, to do this. And I think it was Jim Garrity the other day who wrote a little uh, thing about like we all know what we're going to read in like a Bob Woodward book in a couple of years. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone around the president knew he couldn't do this. They did a, took all these steps. They manipulated the press. Like all this is going to be in some future tell all right. Yeah. Like this is where we all see it happening. And it's weird because like, look, we bash Biden for a bunch of stuff here. And sometimes, you know, people would say, oh, you guys are just partisans. You're just going after him. This is real. 
This guy really is running the country in a, in a way with, with no competence, with no, uh, no principles, but also no ability to, to do the job. Mm-hmm. He really is incoherent. He really can't figure out whether to sit down at an appropriate mm-hmm. time on his own without notes. Like that is something that you really give to someone who, who is affected mentally, who's having dementia or something. You don't just, you don't need to do that to a person who's on top of his game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is embarrassing. The ones who are partisan, I would argue, are the ones who are defending this yeah. Yeah. as anything that's normal, right? I mean, they're trying to uh, to compare this to President Trump when he took those note cards to uh, to Parkland for yeah. the, the, or to the, the Parkland shooting conversation. And I mean, legitimately, they were questions of like, make sure that you hit these points in your discussion, right? They were talking points. It was like, what would you most want me to know about your experience? What can we do to help you, you know, feel safe? And like, remind, tell them that you hear them. Like, these are like, Talking, right, like talking points to remember to say, right, for professionalism versus literally you have to remind the president to sit down. I'm not going to take that swear charge today. Well, and this is the scariest thing because even during the Obama presidency or the Obama administration, if you look at videos of Joe Biden, he was a lot sharper. And then you go back to the 10 years, the guy was awesome. I mean, he was on, forget about his political viewpoints. I'm just talking as an orator, as a speaker, he was very silver tongued. He knew what he was saying. I mean, I wouldn't say he was ever great. I mean, but he was, I mean, he was was affable. He he could speak. Now, I mean, he just cannot do that. I mean, he's on Jimmy Kimmel's show. He's talking about an interracial couple. And I mean, he just, he can't, he can't form a coherent paragraph. And, and that's where we're at as a president that is basically a puppet that has to take commands to sit down like a dog. Yeah, yeah well, it's true, too. Sometimes you forget that Trump's only a few years younger than right. this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, they're, he, again, he looks like a totally different man. Well, to your point, though, have you I seen mean, Clinton at 75? He was just on the James Corden show. No. He looks terrible. Oh, yeah. He's he looks really bad. So the last just, couple years. And he's younger than Biden. So it's, uh, I guess my point being is Biden, even though he's as bad as he is, he looks better than uh, Clinton. But that's neither here nor there. Well, it is something I think that Republicans should think about when they're voting in the primary. And that if Trump decides to run, uh, you know, Look, if he's as fresh as he seemed to be a couple years ago, it might not be as big of an issue. But one of the easy advantages any Republican could have against Joe Biden is just being young and on top Mm -hmm. of his game. And that's why DeSantis, I think, is appealing to a lot of Of people. Because here's a guy who's like in his 40s and he's on top of it and he's quick and he's smart and he knows what he's doing. Um, And uh, that difference in age sends a huge message to a voter who might not be paying such close attention to policy. Uh, You know, look, a lot of times we wind up picking the president that it's the opposite of the one before, Mm -hmm. right? You know, Obama came in as this clear speaker because people mocked Bush for always stumbling over things. You know, uh, you know, Trump came in as a as a pushback against that buttoned up way. People wanted people who were going to be honest and just say what they wanted. You know, Biden in some ways came in because of Trump being, you know, the supposed divisive guy and Biden was going to heal. He was going to bring us back to normal. That pushback against, uh, you know, an 80,000 year old president who can't speak. Having a guy who's on top of it in his 40s is a real difference. Yeah, and AOC won't That's even right. endorse him. And so, you know, yeah. but this is the thing you guys don't realize that to build back better, you have to destroy it first. So, oh, yeah, this see. is part of the plan. Oh, trust the plan. It's not just Trump. Trust, trust, trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> oh, man. Arizona governor candidate Carrie Lake went after CNN uh, when they asked her for an interview yesterday. This is like one of the most amazing clips I've ever seen. I 
Hello, 911, I need to report a murder, watch. <laughs> Hi. 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 Nice to see you. Get off and you don't have a mask on anymore. Uh, What's we're, going we're on? We're outside. Do you have a wow. minute to well, chat? Well, we're six feet apart. <laughs> Do you have a minute to chat? Um, I'll do an interview. Okay. As long as it airs on CNN Plus. Oh. Does that still exist? Yeah. I didn't think so because the people don't like what you guys are peddling, so, which is propaganda. Thank you. you. Wow. I wish that I wish that you could see uh, the the. I don't think it played it in this one. The woman's face as she walked away was just like. <laughs> I have no idea how to handle it and how to process it. I don't know nice... much about Carrie Lake, but like I, I'm a fan now. It was such a nice presentation <laughs> of that information. <laughs> like she just seemed so sweet as she was absolutely destroying. And she her. was shaking her hand the entire time she yeah. was talking. It was that's the dominant position. It was. And as a professional goblin and troll myself, I mean, I had to give that a ten out of ten. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, wow, yeah, that's yeah, a, I mean, really that good. I mean, if, mean if anything, her, maybe nine point five. It could have been a little longer, but I think she was short and sweet. It's good for viral content. It's got millions of hits, so it's a ten out of you ten. You do it. You do it quick enough that like the person doesn't understand what's She's happened to them. Yeah. The Headlights like, like, uh, 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 <laughs> cannot compute what just happened. I just got wrecked on television. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I feel like I'm like, let's endorse Carrie Lake. Why not? Well, and this <laughs> other thing is they're trying to give her hate now because she has pictures with drag queens on her uh, Instagram and because she's kind of spoken right, against yeah. directly. But uh, why don't they embrace that she likes drag queens? You know what I'm saying? So it's just the hypocrisy once yeah, again. Yeah, it's, like, it's like when the Madison... Cawthorn stuff came out too. It's like, wait, are you guys homophobic now? Exactly. We kept saying that like <laughs> we shouldn't it. be, so I'm not sure. Uh, Stuber gear, Studios America. Make sure you are subscribed. Alex Stein, Conspiracy Castle. Thanks, guys, for joining me. Thank you. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com/podcasts.